podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Thursday on which not much is happening, we are simply in a holding pattern, waiting for news, potentially about Sadio Mane to Bayern Munich, hopefully about Darwin Nunes to Liverpool. But there has been some news today and it involves departures. So seven players are set to leave Liverpool at the end of June when their contracts expire. Sean Wilson, a 19-year-old defender who has typically played as a right-back but can play all across the back line. Local kid from the world, been at the club since he was seven, signed his first professional contract in February of 2021, just hasn't made the grade, but will no doubt have interest from lower league clubs, potentially even Tranmere, and I'm sure he'll go on to have a good career. The others are probably a bit more well-known. Louis Longstaff is among them. So Longstaff spent this past season on loan with Queen's Park in Scotland, had quite a good season. At one point, he was quite highly rated, but he just didn't seem to hit that next stage of his development between 18 and 21, and the club have made a decision to release him. Again, I have no doubt he'll find a club that will be interested in his services And he'll go on to have himself a fine career. Elijah Dixon Bonner. He was expected to leave last summer. Had a trial with Portsmouth. Decided to stay at the club. Was in a matchday squad for a Champions League game. Played in both cups for us. Only three first team appearances overall. But... He got to play for Liverpool. And when he joined us from Arsenal in 2015, it was seen as a bit of a coup to get him. He was very highly regarded. He'd been a regular for England's under underage teams. He went on to play for the 16s and 17s as well. But again, just hasn't quite made the grade at Liverpool. He will no doubt find the club very easily. And I think he will have quite a good career. The next two are probably the most disappointing of the bunch. So Shea Ojo, we got from MK Dons when he was 14, and we paid in the region of £2 million for him. He was the most highly regarded young player in the country at that time. Buying him then was like when we bought Harvey or Kate Gordon, but he was even younger. He was two years younger than either of those. And he was expected to be the next John Barnes big, powerful left winger, could beat people with ease, could drive at defenders, could score a goal. Unfortunately, it's just never worked. 
He's had a lot of loans. Wigan, Wolves, Fulham, Reims, Rangers. Cardiff is probably the best loan spell he had. And then he was at Millwall uh, in this past season. The Cardiff loan was probably the biggest success. And I wouldn't be surprised if they came back in for him. He's shown he can play at the championship level. The Premier League just looks a step too far for him at this point. He's 25 this summer. It's the right decision to let him go. His career has really cratered and he needs to go and have a fresh start and play at a club where he feels comfortable, where he knows he's going to be for a couple of years and he can really get himself settled in. And then Ben Woodburn, our youngest ever goal scorer, scored for for Wales as a 17-year-old, scored an absolute worldie for them. But again, just didn't kick on. Seems a little bit positionless. Came through as, as a striker. Looks more comfortable in midfield, but doesn't have the physicality for it. Doesn't have the pace to play in the wide areas. He's had a good loan spell this past year at Hearts. And hopefully they'll take him on now on a permanent deal. He had loans at Sheffield United, Oxford. Blackpool, none of them went particularly well. But this one at Hearts really did. It worked out for him. And hopefully he can go there, re-establish his career, get himself back into the Welsh national team and go on to become a quality player. He's only 22, turns 23 later this year. There's still a long road ahead for him with with a lot of potential in his career. It's just not going to be at Liverpool. And then there's the two most high-profile ones. So Laurie's Carrius, first and foremost, now 28, turns 29 later this month. It's crazy how quickly that time has passed. We signed him from Mines in 2016. He suffered a broken arm, if you remember, quite early in his Liverpool career, but did eventually establish himself into the first team. And regardless of what people want to tell you, he was important for us in getting us to a Champions League final. He had some really big saves and really big moments in that run. The final is obviously very, very unfortunate for him, for us. But the fact of the matter is he did have a concussion. It wasn't an excuse he made. He didn't even talk about it. The club announced it, not him. So it wasn't him looking for sympathy. It was the club being open and honest about what had happened. Sergio Ramos elbowed him in the head and he got a concussion. The goals are a result of the concussion. His error is not telling anybody. Would it have made a difference? Who knows? He was sent on loan to Besiktas for two years and did pretty well there in spells had a couple of high profile errors but once Ali had arrived he had to move on he would have actually been a very good backup for Ali stylistically in terms of his level he would have been a really good backup to have for Ali for a couple of years but the decision was made to send him on loan to Besiktas it's always a strange club their chairman is well he's a lunatic 
So you just can never really predict what they're going to do. Um, then he was sent on loan to Union Berlin. Didn't work from he was largely their number two keeper. And he spent this past season just basically being a training ground goalkeeper. But he's never complained. He's never caused any trouble. He's never made an issue of anything. The only time we've heard from Karius publicly is when he sued Besiktas because they owed him four months' wages. And people will say, oh, he flopped at Besiktas. No, he didn't. He was doing really well. They stopped paying their players because they were having financial trouble. He sued them to get four months' wages, and they terminated the agreement. That's what happened. It will always sit with me how horrendously he was treated by our fan base after that final. That poor lad was devastated. There were tears flowing down his face as he walked around apologizing to the fans after the game in Kiev. Didn't get the comforting arm from a teammate that he needed. Was just sort of left out there on his own. Received death threats on Twitter from a bunch of morons. And then when news came out that he had the concussion, got no sympathy, got no sympathy at all. Horrendous for a young man of 24 to be treated that way. I hope he finds a club this summer and goes on and has a good career because he deserves it. He's never caused us any trouble. Yet you can say he lost as a Champions League final. There were other contributing factors. The midfield not turning up was one of them. The guy got us there. And he played an important part in getting us top four that season as well. And then there's Divock. Divock leaves after eight seasons at the club. He obviously had two seasons on loan. The first he spent on loan at Lille. Then he spent 17, 18 on loan at Wolfsburg as well. Divock has had one of the weirder careers I can ever remember. Klopp takes over and Divock plays a big part in getting us to a UEFA Cup final or a Europa League final, playing as a number nine and looking like this might be something. This might be a guy who Klopp can develop into our next number nine. Has the horrible injury against Everton and never fully recovers. Never looks like the same player. Goes on loan to uh, Wolfsburg and it just didn't go well at all. He didn't have a good season. He came back in 1819 and couldn't even get in the matchday squad for weeks and weeks and weeks. Couldn't get in the matchday squad. Kept working hard, kept training. Kept trying, didn't complain. Klopp started to trust him, put him in the matchday squad. All of a sudden, it's the derby. And he scores that goal 
And then he's off to the races. He gets seven goals in 21 games. And while that's not a great scoring rate, when you consider the goals he scored, they're all pretty important. There's the winner against Newcastle. There's, of course, the two against Barcelona. And then there's the goal in the final. The following season, we win the league. He gets a new contract. He scores six and 42. He's gained the trust of Klopp, but his performances aren't really there. 2021, he plays only 17 games, scores one goal. We're not in, we're not competing to win anything that year because of the injury. So Divock stays in his cocoon. But then this season, as we go for the quadruple, Divock pops up with big goals here and there. And of course, his farewell goal is in the derby against the Ev as he once again comes on and changes things. And he played 18 games this season. It feels like he played more. Obviously got that big winner against Wolves as well. Scored that ridiculous back heel in the cup. 41 goals in 176 games. It's not great, but when you consider the importance of so many of those goals, he is the ultimate moments player for us. And he's a cult hero. He's not a legend. That's that's hyperbole. He is a cult hero. He is a guy, though, that without whom we don't have number six. And for that, we'll all be forever grateful. We know he's going to AC Milan. He's the one who has his career sorted. He will sign for Milan on July 1st. And... Uh, Hopefully we see him in the Champions League at some point. But I think he'll go on and do quite well there. It's crazy to me that Divock is only 27. He seems to have been around forever. I think everybody got to know him at that 2014 World Cup. He had some really impressive performances and lots of clubs were interested and it turned out we'd already done a deal for him. So, you know, it's nice. It is nice. Uh, we will see Divock again somewhere down the road. He leaves, a, like I said, a cult, a cult hero, an icon of number six. Jumping around the main Liverpool sites, there's a piece about Sadio. There's multiple pieces about Darwin Nunes, some, something about Ox. This is all on This Is Anfield. There's also the French police finally admitting that the 40,000 ticketless fans figure was completely made up, a figment of people's imagination, which is what we've all been saying. So lots on this is Anfield. Do check that out there. On Liverpool.com, Liverpool know just how to deal with absurd bid as Mohamed Salah proves Bayern Munich audacity. It's about the insulting offers we've received for Sadio. Liverpool can thwart Pep Guardiola by pursuing potential Thiago heir after rare transfer setback. This is about Calvin Phillips. I do very much like Calvin Phillips, but um, Thiago heir? No, absolutely not. Liverpool may already have cunning plan to pull off after rare Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain transfer repeat. Uh, this is about Bikayo Saka, who I think is probably going to be our top target next summer. If not him, it'll be Jude. It may be both, depending on what happens with Salah. 
Jurgen Klopp could finally sign his own Mario Gotze for Liverpool and land exciting wonder kid. What? Who's this? Tom Bischoff of Hoffenheim. I, I have to admit, I haven't seen him play. 16 years of age. He's already played senior football. I mean, the Germans are starting to churn out some gems. Florian Wirtz, Jamal Musiala. Now this kid, um, there's the other one at Bayern whose name, Vanner. Yeah, I think it's Vanner. Uh, FSG have 60 million transfer candidates to mark the start of important Jurgen Klopp evolution. Uh, Nicolo Barella. FSG must monitor ideal Liverpool heir who stole the show against 200 million transfer duo. I'm struggling with who the 200 million transfer duo is. Oh, the Hungarian midfielder. Andreas Schaefer. Um, He's a good player. He is a good player. Not sure he's Liverpool calibre, but he is a good player, without question. Finally then, on AnfieldIndex.com, we have that new article from Stephen Smith, Mentality Monsters. Do check that one out. There is a new Pro Plus, uh, Guy Drinkle, talking to myself and Carl Matchett about the season, what it was and what our hopes are for next season. There is a new scouted looking at forward options, including Darwin, obviously. And uh, there's the midfield pod that came out earlier in the week as well. So do check those out. Lots more to come, including an old school, which I have to go and record now. So I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, We'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.